This is the Simple Passive Casual Podcast, but we have taken over the podcast and releasing each chapter of the book that went Amazon bestseller, which was called The Journey to Simple Passive Cashflow, released about a couple of years ago. This is chapter eight, the conclusion of the book. And we're also going to be dropping in chapter nine, which is the about author, a little bit of things about myself that maybe you didn't know otherwise. If you haven't met myself, I encourage you guys to come out to our events. The next one we have is probably going to be in Hawaii or California. And you can check out the latest events at simplepassacastle.com slash events. But, you know, this kind of chapter is going to close out the book, sum everything up. Again, great book. We had well over 100 reviews on it. I think it was widely successful. A lot of people read the book and got involved with our community. If you guys haven't yet, you guys can get more involved with our community. Go into simplepassacashel.com slash club and also book that onboarding call with myself that is complimentary for new investors with us. Again, if you guys like the book, please buy it for 99 cents, five bucks. If you send a, re- a screenshot of the review to team at simplepassacashel.com and we'll hook you up with a free e-product, whether that be the syndication e-course, which takes most guys eight to 10 hours to go through the trade line e-course, which is a cool way I make five ten thousand $10,000 a year. And if you're a non-accredited investor still buying little rental properties, the remote investor e-course and incubator program will hook you guys up with that. All in an effort to get you to accredited investor status, to get you on ramped for the curriculum, which we've been heading these last years, and which is going to be the foundation for the topic matter for my next book, which is really going to take where this book started and build that roadmap and what do you do through the different rungs of net worth and financial maturity? How do you build a legacy? And a lot of the things that I've learned as I've ascended the net worth rungs. And I think what I try to do for you guys is just like when I was in Simple Passive Cashflow, when I first started in 2016, was it when I taught people how to buy little rental properties, remote rental turnkeys, just like myself. And obviously we've changed the tune on that as I don't really feel like it's the best thing for accredited investors as I myself became an accredited investor. I try to cut down the learning steps and I also try and cut the corners for you guys in terms of if you're already $3 million net worth, don't go backwards in the timeline and do things that non-accredited investors or one to $2 million investor types will do. How do I get you from a retail investor to a more sophisticated accredited investor is my what I'm trying to do. And then really prepare you for those higher net worth runs. And how do you thinking in terms of mindset? What are you investing in? How do you look at the world in your own personal finances? I couldn't find any books that really taught people how to do this, especially when you get into the decamillionaire kind of ranges. Of course, a lot of that is you surrounding yourself with the right people, which is why we have the family office group, which has well over a hundred people in there at this point. If you guys are interested in applying for that group, you guys can go to simplepassivecashflow.com slash journey. Really the only group out there, I think that caters towards high net worth investors. Pretty much every single group out there is catering towards younger guys trying to fake it till they make it, be a wannabe general partner and trying to take people from 
nothing to something. I don't like hanging out with those types of people. I like hanging people with kind of on my level. And I think that's tribe we've built. We're very collaborative, but it really takes a community of people within the same net worth range for it to happen and to be culturally aligned. Anyway, this is the last chapter of the book. Hope you guys liked it. Help us out, get some more traction for the next book to release later on this year or early next by writing a review. And if you guys would like to be help us release the book, because we need a lot of help to get that traction out there, please reach out to the team at simplepassivecastle.com and we'll get you on the list. And I will personally thank you when I see you in person at one of these events. People don't realize as an entrepreneur, it's not really to get lucky and you skyrocket to start. Everything I've done with Simple Passive Cashflow was very meticulous. It took a lot of time. Sure, there were times we got lucky here or there by meeting the right people, but it was just a really slow build. And from the last book, which this is the, the last book is, this is the conclusion and then going to the next one. It's really about these meticulous steps of building up a community like you guys and then releasing the next book and taking that next step and the next step and next step. No different than the value add projects that we take a part of. I'm not a huge believer of buying low, sell high, getting lucky with crypto. It just doesn't align with my values. I like to work really hard and grind and grind and then be rewarded at the end with something that I earned. He told me a long time ago, wealth comes those great value. And I feel like with improving on like the education, the books, that's the way I put out my value into the world. If not just merely rehabbing units, that also creates value in the world too. Anyway, we'll put some of those thought processes within the next book in which family values, um, creating a legacy, lot, those are some of the finishing topics that we have in the next book. But thanks for all the support. Again, this is the last chapter of the book. And to get more details about the book, go to simplepassivecashflow.com slash book. This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went and tried to rent them out. And then he became one real investor man. Chapter 8, Conclusion. When you're a passive investor, the most important thing is to network with other passive investors. When you're in the first half of financial building life, under $250,000 to $500,000 net worth, buying single-family home rental properties, you're going to need referrals to find out which brokers to work with, whom to work with as a lender, and more importantly, who to have as a property man. You definitely don't want to go to Yelp or any other review site for that. And I call that... When you're under $250,000 to $500,000 net worth, I unfortunately call that the adolescent period of real estate investing and general wealth building too. Your network is your net worth. This is so much truer when your net worth goes over $500,000 and you're deploying funds as a passive accredited investor. Why do you want to work off referrals? And why do you want to build your network? Syndications, private placements, turnkey rentals, and the like are better than traditional retail investments, but the one thing that can go wrong is working with the wrong people. How do you mitigate that risk, and how do you verify that? It's crucial to have a network of other passive investors that you have organic relationships with to help point you in the right direction, and eventually, you can help and give back to your own community. 
You're investing in syndications and private placements and starting to implement the strategies of the wealthy as you start to meet other passive investor peers and swap best practices. At this point, you throw anything you hear from your parents and coworkers about money out the window. People in my family office Ohana Mastermind rejoice because they're finally around their tribe of hardworking professionals interested in growing their wealth. The first syndication I went into in 2013 when I found a group to invest with through a referral from a self-directed IRA firm. It was better than nothing, right? It's not like I went to Google or Yelp. That's probably one of the worst ways to go because all you're doing is finding the yo-yos out there who are good at internet marketing. The lesson learned was that referral wasn't the gold standard of referrals because that person making the referral himself was a random person, just a salesman from the self-directed IRA company. And because of that, I got unlucky and invested with the wrong person and in fact, we lost all my money. The golden rule is only work with people who somebody in your organic network can verify attests to investing with and has had a positive experience. My students come to me these days and they'll show me a deal and the first thing I always ask is, who do you know that has actually invested with this person in the past? And they'll say, I just saw this on the internet or somebody random sent me this email. I don't know how they got my email address. Again, the gold standard is going off referrals off people you trust. But initially, I didn't have that and you're not going to have that and you're not going to have this network from the start. You're going to have to put one foot in front of the other and take small test investments to build a track record of a non-tire kicker or newbie investor so that you can in turn build your peer network up. My mission at simplepassivecashflow.com is to help hardworking individuals like you do what I did, which was leave a professional career behind by building an investment portfolio where the passive income exceeded my daily expenses. It frustrates me that there's so many people out there mindlessly investing in the Roth, IRA, 401k, mutual funds, or worse, going through a useless financial planner who is just selling retail and financial products. Here's the problem. There are multiple middlemen taking a cut of your returns, all the while you take all the rest. In our community, we spend a little bit of effort to educate ourselves and build organic relationships with other past investors to source the best off-market opportunities, all while enjoying higher returns and better security because the asset that you purchased is a real hard asset, not some kind of fake stuff like a crypto or altcoin. The trifecta is simple. Number one, syndications to get number two, passive losses to unlock other tax best practices. And thirdly, infinite banking. Join our network for more insider access and educational material at simplepassivecashflow.com slash club. And also sign up for a free strategy call once you're in there. Enter our ecosystem. So if you did come out to Hawaii on our annual investor retreat, you'd be able to develop those relationships with the right people. To check out future events, go to simplepassivecashflow.com slash events. And we'll see you in person. Just because you're another rich accredited investor doesn't mean you'll add value to other rich accredited investors. Sometimes the best way to add value is unfortunately going into a bad deal like how I did and telling others to stay away from that individual. Remember, the long-term goal is to build these organic relationships with other pure passive investors. If you owned a rental or two before and had some war stories to display some experience, that helps too. The goal here is to find other high net worth accredited investors who are also investing in these types of private placements, syndications, and the like. The advice you hear a lot out there is to go to the local real estate club, meet up, or hit up some free forms. In my opinion, this is a complete time waster because you're finding a lot of people who are broke. I didn't have very much money at one time, but a lot of what people hear about real estate is house flipping, wholesaling houses, or the general get rich quick. And you're not going to meet the right pedigree in these free groups, in person or online. You're trying to find other high net worth accredited investors who are also doing the same thing that you want to do. Be passive and not hang out with a bunch of broke guys at a real estate happy hour. And to compound the problem, accredited pure passive investors value their privacy too, and they don't want to flaunt their wealth. I'm the only idiot who's probably made a podcast and done that. (laughs) 
which is why you guys come to me. And I've been able to cultivate a big list of other pure passive accredited investors in our group. For example, a strategy on the internet forms is a bunch of kids doing the burst strategy. Buy, rent, rehab, refinance, and repeat. It works, but it's just not scalable. And it's just not a strategy that those who have good paying jobs making six figures and above should do for various reasons. It takes a lot of time and you have to rely on lower net worth vendors. I've been able to use my podcast popularity to attract investors into our virtual and in-person events. And I also keep things pretty confidential. We run our organization to protect people's identities and operate with a certain level of discretion. Of course, I made the simple passive cash flow podcast, which became a lightning rod to attract other passive investors. If you're reading this book and haven't booked a free onboarding coaching call, please check out my website and sign up as soon as possible. As I typically have a few of these calls a day and I don't know how much longer I can keep doing them. Sign up here at simplepassivecashflow.com slash club. We talked a lot about turnkey rentals, but they may not be your jam either. If you're an accredited investor, you may go straight into syndications and private placements. Just be cognizant of where you are and what you should be doing. Hopefully on our quick call, I can remove as much noise and give you a clear path forward based on your personal situation. How do you get started here? We're talking about building your network with the right people. Granted, you're not going to have that solid group for quite some time, possibly a year or a few years. Based on the 70-20-10 principle, where 70% of the people are actually going out there and doing it and putting some skin in the game, 20% of your education will come from other people, but you should first learn as much as you can academically, which is the 10% of effective learning. I normally recommend that new people take at least three to six months and learn everything as if you're a sponge. Learn a little bit about wholesaling properties, flipping properties, and so on. But quickly, come off that and start to narrow in on what you should be doing if you're a passive high net worth investor. The second big thing to do is to build at least one or two people in your corner who you trust to help you. Just double check before you actually put some money into a deal or an investment. I have a lot of onboarding calls with new investors and sometimes I'm like, seriously, where did you get that idea? You know, people are just going through podcasts and books and they're just a little uncalibrated. So having some person in your corner, and I wouldn't consider myself that person, you're going to have to search for that other person that is unbiased. They might have read a book or two, but it's totally out of touch with reality. Having at least one or two people in your corner really helps calibrate you to what you're learning. Again, this is highly advised, but many people will not have this when they begin. Generally educate yourself on the right passive investor content. I offer a lot of free guides on my website. It's my mission to put information out there for the masses and for whoever is willing enough to put in the effort to learn it. But if you want a more curated experience that is going to save you a lot of time, check out the syndication e-course for LPs or the remote investor e-course or the remote investor turnkey e-course. I had three large pivot points in my investing journey. First was renting out my home and becoming a landlord. I accidentally put myself in the right position and then I consciously bought the next property in Seattle. I got a tenant in there and then I moved and focused on a goal and went and achieved that. Then in 2012, I realized I wasn't cash flowing in Seattle due to the low rent to value ratios. So I went out of state investing a couple of thousand miles away in Birmingham in a property I didn't even visit. I did a test investment, I bought one property, and it worked. So in the next few years, I had 11 of those turnkey rentals. I tried the remote investor thing, I got proof of concept, and then I was all in. In 2015, as I saw the turnkey rentals weren't entirely scalable, I went into my first syndication deal and wrote that $50,000 check and signed a 100-page document that made no sense to me. I just learned more and more. I had built up relationships with many investors who gave me the confidence that I was doing something real. Once I got some returns, I eventually saw all my single family home rentals without doing a 1031 exchange, paying no taxes because of 
the built-up passive losses and went all into being a syndication investor. My progression probably took a lot longer than yours will because you have the framework that I didn't have. I was walking around in the dark alone. My approach was to try it out, do a test investment, get proof of concept, then move more heavily into it. But too often, people don't do anything. If you're going to keep doing what everybody else is doing, if you're going to keep investing through your 401k or all the options in the crap cafeteria, we know what's going to happen. If you're okay with that known outcome, then I'm happy for you. You're satisfied. Cool. I probably should be more like you. Happy where I'm at. But there is a more prudent way to go about doing this that gets you so much more, so much faster and safer. And in my opinion, investing in more stable investments where capital preservation is the key. The hardest part is just getting started. So take action. Everything I've outlined to this point, from building your network to educating yourself, I did it all by myself. I didn't have a mentor helping me along the way. Maybe I was a little bit more resourceful than the average bear out there, but it took a lot of time. It took me from 2009 to get to this point today. In 2015, that's the big milestone when I had 11 single-family home rentals and made the move into syndications and private placements as an accredited investor. Time is money, and money is time. But for a lot of us, time is more valuable than money. If you want to access my personal Rolodex of pure passive and accredited investors, lenders, brokers, property managers, lawyers, accountants, CPAs, and other vendors, you're going to need to opt into paid offerings I have. If you're a younger and newer investor looking to pick up your first rental property, I offer a spin-off group called The Incubator, which helps you purchase your first rental property. And right now, if you guys want to get access to the free remote investor light e-course, shoot me an email and put light in the subject line, L-I-T-E, and we'll get you access to that. I've created a vision in my business where I want to work with high quality people and create a community of those who want to hit financial freedom and give back. At the end of the day, I enjoy talking and writing about finances. This stuff changes a lot of the time and it's definitely a hobby of mine. Going into good deals is just one part of the whole flow chart. Going into good deals that do cost segregations to extract out a lot of bonus depreciation and passive losses allow us to implement many tax strategies to lower our tax burden which we've covered in great detail. But this allows us to keep more in our pocket and then to invest more, which creates a harmonious cycle. It's a good, happy, infinite loop to grow our net worth faster. And then we start to employ different high net worth strategies such as infinite banking via whole life insurance and start investing from there out of that vehicle while overlaying other legal strategies that the wealthy do. This is exactly why the rich get richer and those doing what everybody else is doing stay where they're at. Once you get to the point where you hit a certain critical mass number, which is your passive cash flow number where you don't have to work anymore. But when your mind learns about these strategies and starts to slowly implement, you hit a point of zero gravity where some people also refer to as escape velocity. Imagine you're a rocket taking off from Earth. There's so much effort to get one inch off the ground. Some people say that it takes half of the field just for that initial lift. To get that first $100,000 net worth is the hardest part. But then the work doesn't stop there. You've got to take this rocket from a foot off the ground to get it out of the atmosphere. And that is getting to this point of your passive cash flow number. For some frugal people, you guys know who you guys are out there. All they need is $5,000 passive a month to hit that escape velocity and break out of the Earth's atmosphere. For most people, especially you guys living in the Bay Area out there, that number is probably double or triple that. But this is not a get-rich-quick thing. It is certainly a get-rich-surely strategy and to grow your net worth from there. I'm confident you can do it. Take control of your financial future today. We can help you do that. Join our community at simplepassivecashflow.com slash club.